Rancho Radio. 92.9. We are brought to you this morning by Pam Harris's Pequail Realty in Rio Rancho, also United Plumbing and Heating and TJ's Evergreen Herbal Market, all Rio Rancho businesses, and it is time to find out what is going on in the city of Rio Rancho with our mayor, Greg Hull. Good morning, Mayor. Good morning, Derek, and good morning, everybody. Thanks for joining us here on KDSK uh, and sharing your Sunday morning at 8 a.m. with us. I certainly appreciate that, but I do want to remind you, if you don't have time to listen to this whole show, Please remember that later today or tomorrow, we will upload this show to Spotify to the Greg Hull Mayor of Rio Rancho podcast so you can go back and listen to it. It's a free listen. All you have to do is put in your search engine, Greg Hull podcast and it's going to come right up so it's pretty simple to find and i put a link up on my facebook page a few weeks ago i'll probably do that again here in the next day or two to remind people that this show happens and that uh there's a lot of information on this show so even if you hear the whole show today and then you think did the mayor just say that you can go back and hear exactly what he said (laughs) exactly But the whole goal of this show, and I remind everybody, we've been doing this for almost 10 years now, Derek, is to tell people all the things that are going on in the city of Rio Rancho. We try to use every possible form of communication we can. You know, we started the newsletter this past year. We've got this radio show that's weekly updates on new businesses coming into the city, new roads being fixed, different things like that. Today, we're going to talk about something we've never talked about before, and that's open positions with the city. And I've never thought to talk about that before, but I have people call me from time to time and say, how do I get a job with the city? I personally can't help you with that, but I can tell you what jobs are available and how to apply for them. So we're going to talk a little bit about that here in just a minute, because there are quite a few open positions within the city and somebody out there might be interested in one of those jobs. So we'll talk about them today. But I did want to give a shout out once again to our city staff for doing an amazing job on Winterfest last week. We had quite the great turn out. I know yeah. it was a little bit chilly, a little bit cold, but it was a great way to kick December off on Friday the 1st. The fireworks went off and the tree lit when we counted it down. So hey, that's always good. <laughs> so, because once it didn't, but uh, yes. you know, there's an old joke about the, if, if it's too cold to have Winterfest in December, let's move it to July. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, exactly. But we had a lot of fun. A lot of people turned out. The tree lighting went great. The parade went great. Thank you to everybody who participated in the parade. We appreciate you. We appreciate Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus for making a drop by to to take pictures with all the kids. And then we had Dutch Brothers was there giving out the hot cocoa. So so, yeah, so we had a lot of cool stuff going on. We had music playing. It was good Christmas music. Fun to dance to Christmas music. So that was was very good. Yes. So a lot of fun. And if you missed Winterfest this year, make sure you put it on your calendar for next year because it is one of the city's signature events along with the fall festival and our 4th of July celebration. We've got all of those great events that we do in the city. And then, of course, we had all the food trucks out there, too, so you weren't going to get very hungry. Mm. And uh, the kids, I remind everybody every year, when you go out there for the parades, any parade in Rio Rancho, make sure you take a bag along, whether it's a shopping bag, a reusable bag, uh, any type of plastic bag, so that when the kids get all this candy, they have some place to put the candy, because they're getting tons of candy thrown out. Up, yeah. and they're 
pockets fill up really fast, and these poor little kids are holding these these fistfuls of candy. And I walk up and I want to give them some more, and they're looking at me like I don't know I have anywhere Where? to put yeah. it. <laughs> so, but bless their hearts, it's always fun for the kids because of all the candy and the parades, and it's fantastic. So great time had by all. Another tremendously successful event for the city of Rio Rancho and the citizens of Rio Rancho. So thank you to everybody who participated. But we got a lot of stuff going on throughout the community. But now it's just time to settle in and kind of focus on what's going to happen through December. December's never a real busy month. And come January, we'll start talking about a lot of stuff. Like once we get into January, we'll be into election season. We've got a couple of city oh, council. Yeah. We've got some city council races that'll come up in January. And then we've got some bond renewals that we need to talk about as well. So a lot of things we'll talk about in January. So uh, those are the teasers to bring you back after the holidays. Now, we're going to try to keep you informed through the holidays with all the stuff that's going on. But really, for the most part, the city events are done for the year until we start next year. So isn't the schedule for the city council meetings different in December as well? Uh, yeah, so we only have one city council meeting in November and one in December, so it's a little bit different. We do have a city council meeting coming up on the 14th, if I'm not mistaken, 6 p.m. at City Hall, and that'll be the one city council meeting, and not a heavy agenda, just regular business stuff, a couple of budget adjustments, a couple of this, a couple of that, so nothing really major on the agenda, but uh, the agenda uh, is actually posted online already, so you can go out and take a look at it. So Winterfest was a great success, and... Speaking of Winterfest, Hanukkah just started on Thursday. I think the official kickoff was Thursday the 7th for Hanukkah. So happy Hanukkah to everybody out there. And then, of course, as we get a little bit closer to Christmas, we'll be wishing everybody a Merry Christmas. But we have a show on the 24th, which is the day before Christmas this year. So we'll We'll have to think about that. Yeah, we'll have to think about that. So we'll have to see if we want to get that one done a little bit early or something or other. But or maybe just run a a rerun. I think next week the next show, I think we'll probably do our annual wrap-up of all the things that have happened throughout the year. A bunch of stuff's happened. All the things that we've seen happen in the city of Rio Rancho kind of hit the high points of all the good yeah. stuff. The Observer just did their high points, notable things that happened in 2023 in their uh, most recent newspaper that came out this Thursday. Okay, so, so that should still be available. Yep, then. so that's still available, and I'll probably scan through there and, and see what they thought was notable and see how it compares to what we think is yes. notable. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> for me, I'm going to talk about it over and over and over again, but a big notable one for me was Comcast coming into the city, which mm-hmm. we've been talking about that the past few weeks. But that's a $150 million investment in the city of Rio Rancho, and that is huge progress. And it's not just them. There's somebody else coming in as well. And Vexus as well, exactly. Speaking of Comcast, I noticed when I drove to work, there's spray paint out in the median along the curb. Is that them getting ready to pull the fiber? It could be out here in front of the office. I know that Comcast is pulling wire all over the city right now, mostly on the north end and the south end of the city, and this is on the south end of the Mm -hmm. city, and there's a lot of businesses over here, so it could very well be, but there's a lot of things going on, and as you mentioned, as you and I were talking just before the show, there's a building being built down here, and there could be something for them. They could be marking off lines for that new construction 
just down the street. So it could be a lot of different things. So maybe I'll have some more answers to the paint outside <laughs> on our next show. But I do know the paint all over Cabazon, which happened in my yard, is Comcast pushing that orange pipe. And this is the orange tube that actually they feed the, oh, okay. the, the fiber optic through. The conduit, yeah. the conduit exactly. Yeah. Right now they're pushing the conduit through. And then I saw another group of individuals actually pulling the wire through the conduits. Oh. And then they're putting these new tan utility boxes right there in the cluster of where all the other services are. And they're putting those all up and down the roads in Cabazon. And they're going to be doing that probably for a couple, probably another month or two as they work through Cabazon. And then once they get through Cabazon, they're going to jump to the next neighborhood, which I don't know which direction they'll go. They might go to the east or to the west, or they might just go right on north across Southern Boulevard into the Western Hills area. I so. would think they're, they're probably going to do just kind of like you're doing with the streets, the most populated areas. First. Right, right. But it's my understanding that if you got one of those tan boxes in your yard, if you're wondering when you can call for service, from the time that that tan box goes in your yard, they're about 45 days out from being able to turn that service on. So anytime now. Yeah, it's pretty anytime cool. Now. Fiber right up to the house is uh, really fast. Right. And this is fiber to the house. Yeah. And and I'm hearing different upload and download speeds, but we're talking in the gigs. Wow. So, yeah, yeah uh, a house like mine that runs multiple Internet devices, mm-hmm. and I think I'm approaching the three digits for numbers of devices in my house, which is a little bit ridiculous, right? Well, it's not just you and Carrie. Right. You have kids, grandkids that come in and use stuff, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But nowadays, with all the devices you can put in your house, whether it's cameras or Alexa or the... little smart TV, if you're watching a movie, that uses a lot of bandwidth. Yep, smart TVs, streaming services, the robot vacuums. Oh, yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Now, I'm not going to kid you. Those are a game changer because Carrie loves those. We have one upstairs and we have one downstairs because they don't do the stairs very well. No. Oh, no, no. Well, and then the other day I noticed Bobby Box was doing a show and his phone kept making this noise. I said, what is that? So that somebody must be in my driveway. Right. He's got a sensor in there that tells him, and he can call it up and look and see yeah. who it is. I get a notification. Somebody's at your front door. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, you remember the old days when somebody had to come up to the front door, they knocked, and you had to actually go to the door and yeah. find out who it is. You don't have to do that anymore. With the doorbell cameras, which we have, and then the other cameras that are available, the door sensors, window sensors, they're all wireless now. They send you notifications to your phone when one of them triggers, and all the lights turning on light bulbs, turning off light bulbs. Everything's connected to the Internet these days. So I'm kind of hooked on those devices because I just have to tell Alexa to turn something on or turn something off, and it's nice. I don't have to walk across the room to turn on a switch. So I'm a bit of a geek in that area. I like all all the tech stuff, yes. Makes it really hard on criminals, though, you know, because lights are going on and off and cameras everywhere. How are they supposed to rob a house? (laughs) I know, but I will tell you that it plays a huge role when you think about like the next door app and facebook and twitter and or x and instagram all of those different social media conduits that are out there when people are in the neighborhood you got to know that there's there's just cameras everywhere these days right and so those are actually going a long way to helping police figure out crimes and arrest people so um those are those are huge yeah and in social media you've got so neighbor will contact us or the neighbors in the in the area there's a a strange yellow car parked on the street do you know who that is or something you know right so 
all that kind of stuff. It brings a whole new meaning to Neighborhood Watch. Yes. <laughs> You're right? Yeah. So it's good. It's good because people are looking out for each other, and that's what we have to do as a community, and that's what helps make a community a safer place to live is when we're all working together to bring awareness to some things that are wrong in our community. And look, as the mayor, I can't solve all of those problems. Never said that I could, but these things help me understand where the problems are and how we can go and address them, right? So technology, it's got its ups and its downs, yes, right? Yes, it does. Because <laughs> everybody tells me, well, you've got the government listening devices in your house. I'm like, eh, you know, I've got two cell phones. I think they're probably listening to me all the time yeah, anyway. Yeah. So, because <laughs> I swear I'll say something just about a product or something, and the next thing you know, I'm getting ads. I do too. You know? Yeah, so, I think the smart TV has a mic in it. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, I know it does. Yeah. We've got one of those Facebook I forget what it was, but it was camera. It's the, one of the cameras where you can talk back and forth to the kids. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Carrie loves that because she can get the grandbabies right on the TV and talk to them. So it's pretty cool. But yeah, so that's what's going on. But once again, just circling back, uh, we've got a lot of activity going on in the City of Rear Rancho. We'll do the annual wrap up of all the things that have happened. And then, you know, we'll kick off the new year with what we think is going to happen or what we hope is going to happen, right? So, oh, my goodness. And we'll talk about hopefully new businesses coming to the city and so on and so forth. But that being said, I did want to touch base because I have been getting some calls of some people walk up to me and say, hey, you know, are there any jobs available with the city right now? So I thought I'd just throw some of them out there. I've pulled up the city. city's website. So the first thing I want to do, Derek, is say, yeah, we've got a lot of open positions up there. A lot of them, some of them entry level, some of them professional, depending on what you're looking for. And the first thing I would point people to is when you go to the city's website, rrnm.gov, if you go to that website at the bottom of the landing page, there's a button there that says employment. Okay. And you're going to click on that button right there. And it's going to take you to the human resources page. And right there, it's going to say employment, view, and apply for open positions. So you can do it right there. Right, exactly. And this is the way you do it. You submit the resume. You submit your information right through this portal here. And this tells you the qualifications for the job, what we're looking for, so on and so forth. I do not see the resumes. <laughs> so so the department's heads decide. Correct. He's not the well, mayor. we have an HR department that pre-qualifies people, and then they go through the interview process. Mm-hmm. Depending on the job, there are different interview processes. So that being said, I'm sitting here looking at the job opportunities that are posted on the city's website. We have a 911 dispatcher position that's open, and that's a full-time position. And it looks like it's got a starting hourly rate of $21.42. So if you're interested in maybe learning how to get into dispatch or what have you. So that's an interesting point. If I'm interested but I've never done it, is there training or do I have to go learn that somewhere else? So that's a question you're going to have to ask HR. Okay. <laughs> so I would think there I, would be some I, There is a lot of training, yes. There is a lot of training in the 911 dispatch center stuff. And once again, the dispatcher dispatches law enforcement, fire rescue support services, to emergency scenes, and they provide information to emergency personnel and emergency medical pre-arrival information to the caller, as is required by each call. Now, I'm not sure of all the training, but if this is something you're interested in, 
Give the city a call and see what's required. If you click into the position, it's going to tell you a lot of stuff. And let's just, you've piqued my interest now, well, Derek, so I'm I know, going to click uh, into it. In the 70s, my mom actually looked into doing that in Los Angeles. And one of the big things was to stay calm. You know, somebody calls in and my house is on fire. And you have the 911 operator might have the idea that this is an emergency and panic. And we got to get a, a fire truck. You have to stay calm. Talk to the person, get their address, find out how bad it is, you know, and get the information to the proper authorities. But right. uh, you can't go, oh, my gosh, you know, it's, Absolutely. it's on fire. Absolutely. So this is one where training will be provided, wow. uh, is provided. The education on it is high school graduate or equivalent. No previous years of experience as I click on this. So if you go in and click on the thing, a page comes up that tells you the training, the education, the experience. And so anything along this line, you're going to be able to do. And then there's a button there that says apply. So you click on it and it'll give you a list. We have another one here that's an accounting technician to animal control officers. Now, these are folks that work for the Animal Resource Center, and that's a full time job. And it's got a pay range of eighteen dollars and five cents on up to twenty two dollars and fifty six cents. We've got an associate engineer available, another associate engineer, building inspector, building maintenance technician, code enforcement officer, community outreach specialist, crossing guards. Uh, now, this is just the first page. Wow. Of, Things I would have never thought of. Right. Oh, there's crossing a... Crossing guards. Yeah. yeah of course the guards. city has car- crossing guards. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, we've got an accounting division manager. Now, obviously, that you're getting into some skill sets there for mm-hmm. something like that. And then you've got a development uh, engineering division manager, another set of skill sets there. And these are actually really great jobs. Utility services division manager. And look, like on this one, you're talking a salary range of seventy four thousand to ninety two thousand. Wow. So these are these are great jobs. City so, pays good. Yep. Early voting election board officials. And then you've got the economic development and business relations manager. That's still posted up there. Electrical inspectors, emergency radio communication administrators. Hey, I might have to apply for that there if things don't work out here. There you go. Uh-huh. Engineer one, engineering intern. So we've got some intern positions here as well. Engineering section manager. Once again, now, engineering section manager. You need to look at the qualifications on this, but this one here, the salary range on this is between eighty-one nine and 102. Wow. So obviously some great jobs available. I've got heavy equipment operator. If you've got heavy equipment experience, you'd be great. IT specialist. If you've worked in the IT department, here you go. See, this is everything from from animal control to yeah. IT to engineering. I mean, there's just a whole think thing. That the city would, you know, you forget that the city is just like any other business. They need IT and people oh, yeah. who have maintained computers. If your computer goes down... See, I'm used to fixing stuff myself. Right. As the mayor, if your computer doesn't work, you don't crawl under the desk. No, I do not. You call somebody. <laughs> That's right. And they do not want me under the desk. No, <laughs> they do. Yeah, there are a lot of locks and controls yeah. on all of our IT at uh, City Hall. That's for sure. If you love animals, we're looking for kennel workers right now. So if you're interested in being a kennel worker at the Animal Resource Center, and we've got a couple of kennel worker positions that are open right now. 
Keep Rio Rancho beautiful community services leader. This is another one. Great beginner position with the community right there. There's the Keep Rio Rancho beautiful environmental programs worker, number two. And then there's land coordinator. That's one that's out there as well. You need some expertise in land use and public works. Library clerk is up here. So if you want to work at the Loma, Colorado Library is looking to hire a uh, library clerk, one. Then there's a library services manager. And this is somebody that's got some good library experience. And this one's got a wage range of fifty-eight to 72000 Gee. And then, of course, over in Loma, Colorado, we've got the Rio Rancho Aquatic Center. They're looking for an indoor lifeguard. So, see, there's just a wide range of jobs that are available. There are. When you look at the city, we've got a mechanical inspector or a plumbing inspector. This is in our building division. Municipal planner. We're looking for a planner to work in the development services office. We've got office assistant for the aquatic center, park maintenance worker we're looking for. Now, when we get into these that I'm about to mention, I cannot answer any questions because these guys do their own hiring process and training process we're a police officer cadet okay and then we we're looking for a police officer po lateral you'll know if you're qualified or not okay (laughs) so a project inspector receptionist for the aquatic center once again that one's a part-time recreational leader recreation specialist recreation specialist Streets and right-of-way foreman and uh, another streets and right-of-way foreman, too, and streets and right-of-way workers, streets and right-of-way workers. There's a lot of positions for streets and right-of-way workers here. These are great jobs to get your foot into local government. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, and when you talk about local government, there's a lot of benefits that come along with these jobs being employed by the local government. If you get into a what's called a benefited position, okay, mm-hmm. where you qualify for the benefits, 12 paid holiday days, and then sick pay, vacation accruals, health insurance, medical, dental, vision, life, disability, retirement, there's a pension and a Roth IRA. Those you can get through PERA, which is the Public Employees Retirement Program, and then in some cases, tuition reimbursement. So, well, and the other thing is the security of it. Generally, the city's probably not going to go out of business. There may be times like during COVID when some cities had to lay people off. Right. But other than that, the city's not going to go out of business. Correct. Because we're always going to have to provide services. Right. And just in the areas that we just talked about there, development services, that's as people are building houses, doing inspections on plumbing, electrical, mechanical, building businesses, all those things, streets and right away. And one thing you and I have never stopped talking about since we started this program is roads, roads, and more roads. Well, and you think about like Albuquerque Asphalt builds the roads, but the city also has people to handle well, right our streets and right-of-way things. workers are do anything from cleaning out weeds and trash to crack patch and repair mm-hmm. on the streets, pothole filling, just different things that you can imagine. We've got a crew that goes around and fixes these popped-up sidewalks. Oh, yeah. When the sidewalks pop up, those have to be repaired, so we've got crews that do that. And there's all kinds of things that happen on the streets and right-of-way side. Look, if we never went around and cleaned up trash ever you know if the city didn't go around picking up trash nobody would nobody would we would turn into just the biggest trash heap you ever saw (laughs) in a matter of weeks so we've got crews out there that literally pick up trash 
pull weeds, clean weeds all the time. Remember, there's 400 miles of minimum of right away in the city. So if you don't see a crew working somewhere, that doesn't mean they're not working. They're working somewhere. Yes. Okay. And that brings up a, an interesting point, Mayor, because there's a lot of people that don't want to work inside in an office. They like being outside. They don't want to be confined. Right. And these are great jobs. They really are. I remember, you know, years ago, I worked for this one company, and I was just outside pulling weeds and cleaning these vacant lots. And actually, I enjoyed it. Yeah. You know, I was out there just kind of working by myself. Your job was just to go clean all the weeds out of this area, pick up all this trash. It didn't bother me at all. You know me, Derek. We well, uh, still do it. Yeah, I still do it. As a matter of fact, I got to give kudos to my good friend David Heil. There was an illegal dump site over off of uh, Southern, uh, just a little bit uh, west of Unser. And somebody called me, notified me that there's an illegal dump site out there. So now I didn't get it all cleaned up, but I called Dave and I said, hey, you want to go help me fill a truckload of stuff? So we swung over there, picked it up real quick. I took it to the dump. And the next few days, we'll probably swing back over there and clean the rest of it up. For those that don't know, Dave Hiles, a county commissioner. Yes, he is. Yep. And Dave Heil, I can always count on him to, like say, he'll he'll jump in his car, and if he's got the time, he'll meet me at a dump site, and we'll clean it up. And we can bounce this stuff around, Derek, as to who's responsible for cleaning it up, one jurisdiction or another, and who's supposed to get what cleaned up. Or and you who could just go what. do it like you did. Or you just go pick it up, yeah. right? And that's something I just don't mind doing because I love my community. And I'm willing to go and change into some blue jeans and boots real quick, put on a pair of gloves, grab my shovel, grab my rakes, and go load up a truckload of trash. And I appreciate every year that we do the illegal dump site cleanup, the rally in the desert, the many, 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 many people that come out and help clean up these illegal dump sites and all i can say is if you're jumping your garbage in a vacant lot and you think that's acceptable shame on you that's just all i have to say about that because it's not acceptable and i went and i cleaned it up with dave heil and we didn't get it completely cleaned up but we got a lot of it picked up there was a couple of mattresses a recliner an ottoman and then a whole bunch of bags of clothing that probably could have been given to goodwill and then some pallets and just some general garbage that was left there. But we'd asked this other jurisdiction to clean it up, and they didn't have the available resources at the time. I didn't want to see it lay there for months and months until somebody finally cleaned it up. So we went at least got about half of it out of there. So, And then next week when I get time, we'll swing by and get the rest of it. That's a pretty busy area right there at Unser and Southern. That's yeah, a gutsy thing to yeah, just dump there. Yeah, it's, it was over just west of the U-Haul building on oh, the yeah. other side, on the, on the, just west of the Arroyo before you get to the church over there. Mm-hmm. And so... But, Somebody probably saw that happen. You would think, and because if, when you get back in there, I mean, it is kind of tucked in. It's a little bit concealed, but there's still a lot of people that could have seen that happen. So if somebody did see it, what should they do? Well, they should call the police. Okay. Report an illegal dumper happening at that moment. So that would be the best way to go about it. But, yeah, streets and right-of-way, people like to be outside. And also one of the jobs with streets and right-of-way is snow removal when it happens. Oh, yes. You know, So far we haven't had any major snow events for the year yet, but uh, give it time. The, well, the, nothing. The that, not over. Nothing that didn't melt the next day. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing, though, Derek, is that I remind everybody with most snowstorms, very few snowstorms is the snow actually left 
for the next day before one, two o'clock in the afternoon, and it's all melted off. And yeah. it's really off the streets at that point in time. If the roads become to a place where they're going to be impassable or something like that, even for an overnight storm, yeah, the plows and the sanders are going to be out. They're going to be out doing their job, and we appreciate them when they do that because they're up all night trying to get the roads clear so that we'll have a safe way to get to work the next morning. But that being said, there was the snow the other day mm. where we were, you know, we got up and there was a little bit of snow, but there was no snow on the streets. And I did get a message, you know, are the plows going to be out? And I had to send him a message back going, no, they're not going to be out because there's no snow on the streets, yeah. right? It, it wasn't sticking on the streets. But make no mistake, when those storm fronts come over, our staff is keenly aware and watching they don't just walk outside and say oh my goodness it's snowing right (laughs) Um, they watch these weather forecasts and they try to plan and prepare to make sure that the equipment is deployed in the right place at the right time and so they're to be commended not criticized because it's a big task to get out there and what mother nature can do in a couple of hours it takes us sometimes days to get it cleaned up right and we have to account for that and be compassionate and understand we're we're never going to have a plow for every road we just there's no sense in having that type of equipment and that type of expense we do have enough equipment to where that we can get through the city pretty quickly in a night's worth of work and there is a schedule and a layout now that we're in winter if you curious about what that schedule is you can go to the website that i told you to go to for looking up these jobs rrnm.gov and in the search bar just put snow removal first off it gives you a complete list of all the equipment that we own and then a map of how we go about cleaning streets. We rarely deviate from that map because we've proven that that map is the way that we need to clean. And we start with the roads that are the most critical and then move down to the secondary roads. And I remind people that we do not have the equipment and we do not plow residential roads. It's the arterials and the main collectors and the areas where we see the most traffic. 528 is a state road. And sometimes we will plow that if the state is too busy. But for the most part, we allow the state to do it. And if you ask, why doesn't Rio Rancho plow the hill from Cottonwood up to West Side? That's because that's in the city of Albuquerque. And in some cases, we do work with the city of Albuquerque to take care of some of that stuff, depending on who's deploying available resources and where. But our first priority before we hit that hill, which is anything outside of our city limits, our first priority would be to take care of what's in the city limits first. And the city limits start right there at West Side. So those things being said there is a plan there is always a plan so that way we don't get caught off guard but i just want to put that out there if you are looking for a job or if you know somebody that's looking for a job a young person that wants to get a start off in public service i know a lot of people that have started off at some of these entry-level positions and they've worked their way all the way up to director and management positions i've seen it happen and working your way through municipal government can be a great career and obviously it's got the retirement benefits and some of the other stuff and tuition reimbursement stuff like that so all those things that you can benefit from working for uh, municipal government so check out the website i wanted to hit that today because it dawned on me the other day one of my staff was telling me mayor we're really really short on 
streets and right-of-way workers, and we're really, really short on kennel workers. And we also have seasonal jobs as well, summertime, wintertime. So if you're not looking for a full-time position, there are part-time positions available as well. Check these things out. Do some inquiries through the website and see if there's anything within the city that you like because there are a lot of jobs available that are vacant right now, but they're fully funded. And so give them a look. Sounds good. Because not everybody gets to be a radio personality right. like you, Derek. Or, or a mayor, right? That's true. <laughs> well, everybody can be a mayor as long as you're 18 and you live in the city limits. Yeah, but you have to win the election. That's true. You have to work really hard. It's a lot more than just a single application and a submission <laughs> yes. of a resume. There's a lot of work that goes into getting this job. But that being said, we want to encourage anybody that might be looking for employment. There's a lot available through the city. Take a look at it, and we'll go from there. Well, Derek, I think what we'll do next week is we'll hit the year-end wrap-up on the show on the 17th and then we might play a greatest hits on the 24th since it's christmas eve yes so i'm not sure many people are going to want to listen to us sunday morning 8 a.m christmas eve i just want to remind everybody please if you're listening to the show you got on a little bit late you can listen to this show later today or tomorrow on the Greg Hull podcast. It's a simple Google, and it's on Spotify there, and you can take a listen to it. And I would encourage you to please share the show out on your social media page so that more people can know what's happening in the city of Rio Rancho. So with that, Derek, I think it's time for us to get out of here. And everybody out there in Rio Rancho, have an amazing day, and God bless.